This is Alan Appel, and you are listening to This Day in New Haven History on WNHH 103.5 FM and streaming live at newhavenindependent.org, community radio in the Elm City. Thank you for joining me on our time-traveling machine, and you are joining not only me, but Jason Bischoff-Wurzel of the New Haven Museum. Hi, Jason. Hi, Alan. So, Jason, we are getting very... Ho, 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 as we near Christmas, we've been doing programs this week about how the holiday has uh, been celebrated from the time of um, those stern Puritans who refused to say the word Christmas, uh, and they tried to make believe um, it didn't exist, um, and called it Thanksgiving instead if they had to mark something. And we've been traveling through the centuries till uh, through when uh, Christmas was made a federal holiday after the Civil War in yes. the hope of uniting the country. And then uh, yesterday we moved into um, the, the, the absolutely greatest uniter of the United States that we've ever seen, shopping. Yes, indeed. And, and today we're upping the ante um, because um, you have brought in a document about uh, the shopping um, craze of 1916 in New Haven was to urge people to have what was called an electrical Christmas. Yes, yes. They called it practical and novel gifts that appeal to the discriminating shopper. Something practical but novel, too, is the discriminating shopper's criterion when she goes Christmas present buying. So this is pitched to the housewife. Yes. The answer is the electrical gift. There have been so many electrical contrivances invented during the past few years to lighten the labor of the housewife that the United Illuminating Company has an embarrassment of riches to offer. There is the electric grill, for instance, which will broil steak perfectly, and at the same time, cream potatoes or cook soups or vegetables. But not all at the same time. It seems to suggest that this is... You should buy multiple ones. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> one for the potatoes and one for the soup. Yes, there's scarcely a phase of the cooking that it fails to cover. It will toast, broil, make pancakes. There's You, you the, sound like an elixir salesman. Yes. There's the chafing dishes, coffee percolators, tea balls, toasters, Water kettles, boilers, immersion heaters, shaving mugs, curling irons, discs, disc stoves, heaters, flat irons, suction carpet cleaners. The electric washer, of course, deserves detailed reference. Mm, if you have a toothache, if you have a wart, just climb on your grill. <laughs> it will be, you will be cured while the potatoes are being creamed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so they go on to be very excited about this uh, dishwasher, essentially the electric washer. Well, I think it's a clothes washer. Is it? Oh, uh, yes, it is. And and we should point out to... Uh, cause because our, we had mentioned a dishwasher in a previous episode, which was the toast of the town at the YMCA restaurant. That's right. On the, the roof of the YMCA, they had a newfangled uh, dishwasher. And the thing being, though, and this is to keep in mind, is electricity. What they're doing here is... Um, to use, I guess, a term that's going around currently, uh, normalizing, but the idea of electricity being something that everybody should have and furthermore, subscribe to and purchase. And they're pushing against people who think that the way you really wash your clothes is with a washboard. And so they have this description of this washing machine, which our, our listeners can't see, but it looks like a kind of hamburger uh, machine, like a large 
well, oh, what do you call this thing? Uh, it's going to be, it's, it, it's, it's a basin with a ringer and a press. I mean, uh, I don't have all that much of a sense of design, but this thing really looks ugly. But I guess it was designed to, to do a job. Just read, Jason, that description of what the modern electric washer uh, and how it will do the entire week's washing. Um, It'll take... What a wonderful change from the rub, rub, rub of the old washboard. And the tiring grind of the ringer. Before placing the clothes in the cylinder, it is best to soap and soak them for a couple hours or overnight. Then put into the cylinder... Add the hot water and soap and start the motor. And in 15 minutes, the clothes are washed clean and white. They are then ready to run through the ringer into the rinse water. Ah, that wonderful phrase, to run through the ringer, has been born. There it is. After running through the ringer into rinse water, another batch of clothes is placed in the machine to be washed. And while these are washing, the clothes in the rinse water are blued, rinsed, and run back through the reversible ringer on top of the machine, which may be used as a table. So there you go. And they are ready for the line. And then the next graph in great detail uh, says, um, if you get a sort of like an Irish maid, something like that, she's paid $1.50 for her services plus 10 cents for car fare. And you have to give her one or two meals and you'll add all that up. That's going to cost you... Um, you know, not, uh, what is it, $900 in five years for those services to have the wash washerwoman come in once a week. Whereas if you buy this uh, wonderful machine with its reversible ringers, it only costs 85 Yeah. So they're making the economic case. Um, they are. They're making the case to, and uh, it's something too, 100 years later where we're discussing uh, factories or, or bringing American uh work back back to the uh, american workers etc that's claimed to have gone overseas and the idea that now uh robots take care of that machines take care of that so this this whole technology is always making these jumps and unfortunately technology often cuts uh cuts out jobs it seems and in this case that's very much what they're saying it's it's much more advantageous to buy this washing machine from a santa claus mind you in this picture here who wears a giant ge uh belt now and this carries is, a ge flag right he's like a kind of superhero with his ge in the middle <laughs> yes. but it's in, in the but the united illuminating company landed in new haven uh, only in the late 1890s so they've uh, it seems to me in 1916 they've been around 20 25 years uh here in town and they are uh they are selling everything but who's general electric is general electric the people who provide the electricity for the United Illuminating Company? Because I don't know that they had a presence in New Haven. UI, of course, did. Well, this is through UI, yeah. So that's why it is is somewhat peculiar that he is wearing this General Electric... Uh, medallion, medallion, on his belt. exactly, and yet it is very much advertising the United Illuminating Company. So there's some relationship yes. between UI and GE, which we can explore further because we know GE has been based here in Connecticut. GE, yes, yes, right. So, but anyway, there's clearly th- that connection here. But this is what they're doing, and this is the again the the way to look at this in a lot of regards is this was at the forefront of. Uh, 
of, of commerce and technology. And it's this idea, and you see this time and time again of, of as, I, as I mentioned, almost normalizing or in- introducing new products. And it's, it's something that even happens till t- today. You know, if you get the new video game system, you want to make sure it's out by Christmas because then it gets affordable so people can fill their houses with it. You know, uh, in the 80s, you'd have the Ataris, uh, later the Nintendos, or even a brand new te- color television or brand new VCRs or now DVD or Blu-ray players, uh, the newest smart TVs. Uh, you want to make sure it's out so everyone can go out and try to buy them at a good deal. And then all of a sudden, you realize you walk around in the people's homes and people, lo and behold, have a TV. Right, but, uh, but, uh, but I think it, it's quite clear from this copy that you read that in order to make the sale, it's not just that it's new and that it's you know a la mode and you'll be like everybody else but to normalize it you you have to it you have to make the economic case that you know you'll you'll save money eventually but also uh, i think what comes through in what you read is that this washing machine can clean your husband's clothes as beautifully and make them as white as if you you know used a washboard and uh, scrubbed your your dainty hands down to the bone. Yes. I think it's very, very important. Yes. Or if you're paying someone and so it's helping you as the housewife and it's also clear that they, that they do make this very clear that the housewife is taking care of this. Right. And it's part of her duties and she will not lose any of her values, uh, as, as, as a housewife and as a wife, um, by, um, leaving the old technology and choosing the new technology. Yes. Now, in addition to all these things that UI is providing through General Electric or whatever the relationship is, portable lamp, there's a picture of a flat iron and a woman with a vacuum cleaner, and there's something called an egg cooker and a percolator. Um, uh, the last item in the article, it, 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 it's, it's a... Um, we're just not quite sure of how this uh, device is used. It's an electrical vibrator. Yes, it is. And there's no picture of that. There's however. no picture of this, but they do go on to mention it makes wishes come true. Makes the dream of a rosy, healthy complexion an actual fact. Ah, okay. They mentioned that there's a joy of perfect circulation as the action of the vibrator is that of a never tiring hand. Okay, now, uh, uh, listener warnings, children, you should leave the room now. Well, what they're saying here is that basically this device massages muscles and nerves and stimulates the circulation, thus building up the body. Your nerves are toned up and physical efficiency was increased. So you can do more work around the house, I guess, or... uh, At the end of a long day, you want to have an exhilarating, as they say, and permanent stimulation that is powerful to benefit every part of the body. So you feel this is a sexual product, Jason? Is that what you're suggesting? I feel that I'm I'm reading the copy here. <laughs> That's what I I'm, I'm reading what they wrote in 1916. All right, but there's that no picture it is of it. Soothing, it soothing. is restful, and it is absolutely delightful. That they said few treatments would convince any pallid person of the merits, and it's something to think about too because the complexion and this idea of women's complexion and what they they're supposed to look at Go, look like going from rose from pallid to rosy yeah and that's what they're trying to to put forth here that 
and and keep in mind this is prior to um again the mass market of uh women's makeup that really hadn't taken off at all that was really a uh, that was it was developing that market was oh, really? developing but that was uh much more that was down the line and that came about uh predominantly through uh film and television so we've never talked about women's makeup. We've talked about lobsters and all kind and dishwashers in, at the YMCA, but we've never talked about women's makeup. Um, maybe that was a New Haven first. Are we going to explore that in the future? I hope so. So this this thing is basically, and it, and it is. Um, what's interesting is just the tone here, and then this idea that at the end of a long. Long, uh, you know, day of using using that, using the electrical washing that machine you and, all and doing you. all the electrical cooking. This is for you. you. This is for you, honey. So you can look pretty <laughs> when your husband comes home I and you don't it. look ragged and tired. I got it. And you know, go right. out and buy yourself a practical present here and use electricity to your heart's content. Well, Jason, thank you very much, and in the hope that we've given uh, our listeners some gift ideas on this episode of This Day in New Haven History. This is Alan Appella, and you are Jason Bischoff-Wurzel of the New Haven Museum, and we're signing off, thanking you for joining us as we um, move to the end of our um, programs in the run-up to Christmas 2016 on WNHH 103.5 FM. See you tomorrow.